Welcome. Welcome to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast, where we cover anything related to behavior change that will increase your long-term wellness and happiness. And now, here are your hosts, personal trainer and RNs, Matt and Jenna Lane. Hey, I'm Matt from Matt Lane Fitness. Personal trainer answers your questions. Today, Holden Hardman has joined me, and he's helping uh, volleyball these questions, not volleyball, and he's helping me softball these questions yeah. in. Uh, this is where I have my friend read Reddit questions, and I just fire away with the knowledge that I have. Um, we'll see if I know him. And if you have any questions for Matt, uh, feel free to leave them in the comments below. So in future episodes, he'll be able to answer some of those too. That's right. All right, Matt, I'm gonna go ahead and start us off. I'm short about 50 grams of protein a day. I already struggled to eat my TDEE, which is what? TDEE? Total daily energy expenditure. Is there anything wrong with just using two scoops of protein powder in my morning shake? So it's short about 50 grams of protein. Anything wrong with two scoops? Two scoops, sir? Two, make it three. I'm not driving. No, I think the question really is, is is it okay to have more than one scoop? Uh, Yeah, that's fine. There's this common misconception that the body can only handle 30 grams of protein at a time. I don't believe in that. I think that everybody's body is individualistic. Um, At the end of the day, it matters how much protein did you take in during the day. Some people do intermittent fasting where they eat every bit of their protein in one sitting. So yes, one or two scoops in one protein shake, it's okay. What is the benefit of doing slow reps versus fast reps, given the exact same range of motion in both? Whenever you do slow reps, you create what's called time under tension and more of it. So there's more of an opportunity for breakdown of the muscle. Um, So if you're wanting to create more time under tension, more damage in a bodybuilding style fashion, going slower is a really good idea. But neither way is wrong. I work nights and wondered how many night shift workers track their calories. I work 10 p.m. to 6 p.m. five days a week. Should I track from midnight onwards or from when I wake up? Good question. Ultimately, I feel that it does not matter the timing of when you eat. Again, some people do intermittent fasting where they they eat in certain window blocks. I don't feel that the time of day is important. There's an old myth that if you eat after 6 p.m. that you're going to get fat. That's not the case. At the end of the day, how many calories are you taking in versus how many calories are you burning? So whatever your night shift is, treat it like it's daytime. It's totally fine. Is a testosterone booster something that will help my lifts and gains or just BS that my trainer is trying to sell me? Okay, your trainer is trying to sell it to you. That's the first problem. No trainer, no personal trainer can sell or recommend supplements to you. And if it's a natural uh, test booster, how old are you? That's the big question. Usually that's used for people that have low testosterone. Wild guess that you are young, you don't need that. If your testosterone levels are healthy, no, you don't need that. I recently started training on caloric deficit and I feel crappy, low energy, struggle with last reps of each set. I get winded easily. Is this normal or am I or am I a sign that I'm pushing the deficit too far? I recently started training on a, training on a caloric deficit. He feels bad. Is this normal or should he, uh, or is it a sign he's pushing this deficit too far? Well, it's normal that your body, your body is operating on not enough fuel to do the given task. So it's normal and expected. Um, 
it sounds like you're asking to what degree is that expected and it's that's very individualistic um it depends on how low you are um if you start losing strength consistently then yeah that's bad you expect to lose some strength because if you don't have the fuel you're not going to be able to operate well uh, but if the goal here is to lose fat it sounds like you're doing the right thing can i mix the order of exercises in my hit workout and also what are the most effective exercises for hit thanks high intensity interval training yes you can mix them there's no one way to do it um what are the best ones i feel compound movements so a single joint movement is like the bicep curl you're using one joint and that's going to burn less calories than say a burpee or a push-up where you're using multi-joint movements so shoot for something that's using the whole body and multi-joint movements if i'm in a surplus and the calories are from alcohol can they be used towards muscle or if it's alcohol will it always be stored as fat Ultimately, if you're in a caloric surplus, you are going to gain fat, but you have a, a greater ability to build muscle. That is if you have the right macro breakdown, your protein, your fat, your carbs. Um, if you're getting that from beer because it's not nutrient dense, I would assume it's going to be building more fat than anything. Um, it also depends on where your other macronutrient levels if you're doing that to sort of just weasel in some alcohol, I, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Yeah, no, I, I would not look for that to be building muscle. No. So the person starts off saying, I feel like this is an unbelievably stupid question, but uh, shoes. So he says, I've been wearing the same leather boots for about for five plus years. They finally broke. I'm looking to replace them with something a bit better for walking around in, but I feel overwhelmed because I haven't done any shoe shopping in like 15 years. Um, I've got some simple flat shoes for lifting, but what about walking sneakers or running cross training shoes? Does it matter? Am I overthinking it? So the, basically his question is what type of shoes should I get just for like walking? If you're running, you definitely want some comfortable shoes. If you're just walking, it kind of depends on how much you're walking. Um, I have found that if I do have good shoes for running or walking, um, I tend to have less pain at the end of the day. It just makes sense, right? What would be a good alternative for face pulls? In my gym, we only have one rope and it is always occupied. Two options I see. You can grab the like the cable handle, grab, put two of those on the actual cable and then just pull. Or you can do, you can grab both cables and X your hands and then pull back. So you can just literally grab one cable cross the other cable and pull two. What, um, what type of machine is this? This is a cable machine. Okay. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Recently, I've noticed I perform a lot better when working out at home really late, anywhere from eight to 12 at night, uh, than I do at the gym around normal times. I also noticed that after working out, my pumps are bigger at night. Why does my body seem and feel stronger at night? I do know some people that are just nocturnal and do so much better at night statistically most people's testosterone levels are higher in the mornings because you've been able to sleep and recover however i don't think it's a blanket statement and it could be just the way you're wired mm -hmm. all right this is the last question okay uh, it's sort of a two-parter <laughs> so two two here we go what will happen to me if i jog every day for an hour six days a week for a full year number two is it safe healthy to jog every day for that long absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> Every single day of training 
in any fashion uh, I feel is, is bad. You need recovery time. Actually, Holden Hardman can attest to what happened yeah. after running too much. You can get shin splints, you can get, uh, which are micro fractures um, in your bones of it your legs. Bad. It was really rough. Yeah. Did not enjoy that. You can atrophy, you will atrophy. Uh, your muscle's gonna shrink. Uh, a lot can be can be done and you would probably go into what's called rhabdomyolysis, which is where you literally break down muscle um, it then gets into your bloodstream. It's really bad. So do not run every single day for a year. Having said that, if you do take some downtime recovery time, you're going to adapt like crazy. Um, you'd also lose your mind for running 365 days in a year. Well, six days a week. So they'd have one day. Oh, I, I missed that piece. Yeah. Oh. It doesn't really matter. I think the point is still valid. Yeah. It, it also depends on... How far are you running? How fast are you running? How it's six days a week for an hour each time? Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna too much. you're gonna completely destroy your body. Yeah, that's it. That's the last one. Okay. Well, I am still on the hunt for a question that I don't know because I don't know at all. So comment in the chat below the chat. So comment below a question that you think I won't know because I don't know at all. Holden, thanks for being here, buddy. Yeah, thank you. Also, guys, this is the YouTube podcast setup situation here. I'm going to have a card at the end of this video. Click on it if you feel like uh, subscribing and watching our podcast. We're also on iTunes. We'd appreciate it. You don't have to be perfect at this answering questions thing. Just try to be better than yesterday. Every day. Every day. This has been the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. We want to thank you for listening and invite you to subscribe to the show as well and follow Matt Lane Fitness on YouTube. Until next time, you don't have to be perfect. Just be better than yesterday every day.